Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Grace you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of stories on my mind this Friday morning. And for this particular hour, we are using a different call in number 833-969. Four 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 seven. That's the call in number to uh, reach me. And obviously, we we must uh, discuss Buffalo. The really really sad part starts today on an emotional level. The funerals begin today, in just a matter of hours. This as the suspect has been indicted, a first-degree murder. You heard Rita Cosby talking about this, reports of 15 people in his chat room 30 minutes before this started, and as of what we know now, did nothing to stop it. This is going to get ugly. Ben Crump. The uh, lawyer for one of the uh, families of the deceased is threatening to sue what he calls the accomplices to this situation. And Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, is launching an investigation into Twitch, into 4chain. I had never heard of that before in my life. And Discord, social media companies over the shooting. Hard to believe, but people say, and it's only a handful, Dominic, why do you talk about crime? Well, because police, the NYPD, and I'm going to come back to how great of a police force the NYPD is, because they are looking for in the uh, the shooting of the 11-year-old in the Bronx, Kiara Tay, they are looking for a 14-year-old this morning. One of the suspects. I'm going to get to that in just a second. New York City Mayor Eric Adams fears the federal Rikers takeover could lead possibly to a federal control of schools, trash pickup, and other services. Adams is saying, what's next? And this morning, she uh, did a podcast on uh, MSNBC. We're going to let you hear 
part of the actual podcast, Black Lives Matter, Patrice Colors, in her own words, responding to the quote-unquote mistakes that she made financially. $90 million in donations. 200000 went to the Trayvon Martin Foundation. Close to a million went to her brother. Close to a million went to the father of her child. And folks, I also should say, please download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 1245 this morning, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter released at City Hall a few hours ago. Uh, Something that's very positive is coming to the Inwood community in Manhattan. The first of its kind, Immigrant Research and Performing Arts Center. And it's going to be operated by a very positive group in Inwood that's uh, referred to as the People's Theater Project. I will be chatting with the executive director of the People's Theater Project, Mino Laura. That's coming up during the Chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter. And I see your calls. I'm about to go to them in just a second. But we have a lot going on this morning. The NYPD searching for a 14-year-old suspect. A dead 11-year-old, Kiara Tay. And of course, she's the Bronx girl that was struck by a stray bullet Monday as she stood outside a uh, nail salon in the Bronx. And police believe the shots were fired at another teen from a scooter driven by the 14-year-old male in the vicinity of Westchester Avenue and Fox Street. An 18-year-old is also believed to have been involved with this. And so, as it often does happen, the suspect's bullet missed his intended target and struck this 11-year-old girl. And the parents had to be there at Lincoln Hospital as their baby took her last breath. Now, I I do want to tell you folks this. And, you know, something has to give on the crime front. You cannot let these animals continue to operate the way that they are doing so. Something has to give. But I I am, I am, you know, she really hasn't been on my radar, but the Bronx District Attorney, uh, Darcel Clark, she said something that I was very proud of her for doing so as the District Attorney. Right? And... What she basically told the suspects, and I'm quoting here, the district attorney at a, at a vigil for the 11-year-old young lady said to the individuals, and I'm quoting here directly, and I'm talking directly to the cowards that did this, that did this. 
I want you to know that as Bronx District Attorney, we're coming for you. That's the type of mentality and sentiment and emotion that we need from our district attorneys. That's what we elected them to do. And now, if we could only get all of the district attorneys in the city, starting in Manhattan, but across the country, to express that type of sentiment and to carry it out, then maybe things wouldn't be as bad as they are right now, the situation that we're in. Let's go to the uh, telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. As I said, we are using a different number this morning, 833-969-4447. The first call this morning, LQ on line one in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. Uh, good morning, and uh, God, you know, comfort on the family, the victims, of, you know, the family victims. I uh, wanted to mention real fast uh, that uh, last Thursday, a week from go- uh, 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 today, on the news, I've seen the families already, some of the families already starting lawsuits uh, regarding, you know, the, 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 you know, the family victims that, that, that were shot. And uh, the Buffalo my thing is, but in but you're in Buffalo, and Biden came to to Buffalo instead of Milwaukee. To me, the buck stops with the governor Hoko. He's trying to help her, you know, because she's she's hurting. I mean, it's good to show comfort, but he didn't go to to Milwaukee, and and uh, the 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 lawsuits is going to be astronomical. It's just for anyone traumatized could could you know make a. a a lawsuit, and especially the the death one uh, for the those who were killed, and it, it starts with the the state of the the, the law they messed up. But the, the, it's going to come out with um, how how this kid got a gun and passed up with psychological it problems, and, and he still got it. Somebody's at fault, and that falls on the state first. Of course, it's going to go to the federal government because it's terrorism. But I'm think he's I think the president came here to give basically help her to give governor hoko a pass but he has to hit the governor lq lq a number of callers to this program basically opened my eye eyes a little bit and i have to be honest about it i you know biden belonged here he really did but the callers to this station made a legitimate point, as you just alluded to, that he also should have been in Wisconsin. You know, when you look at the ages of, of some of these victims in Buffalo, and then when you look at the ages of some of the victims in Wisconsin, that animal that drove that vehicle into those innocent grandmothers, President Biden and I've, I've modified my opinion to to a degree. He also should have been in Wisconsin. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is that what you're what you're stating? Yes, basically that. Is, and the lawsuit is going is going to. We have the taxpayers is going to have to pay for this. Also, for that subway shooter, the city is going to get sued, and the state is going to get sued big time. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. LQ, I appreciate your call. And uh, have a wonderful morning. And it's going to be a rough day 
uh, to anyone that's been following this situation in Buffalo as the funerals uh, get underway. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to line two, Patty in Brooklyn. Good morning, Patty. Welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Oh, Mr. Carter, uh, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to mention that we're uh, that uh, I'm glad that uh, our Attorney General Letitia James. She and I went to the same university, uh, although she she went to the law school. I uh, got ready for the for for another school after undergraduate, you know, on to medical school. But I was an investigator for Diners Club. I was an investigator, credit investigator. Uh, for a company before I went on, you know, further to for education, and I just think it's great that there that there it's important not not great but it's important that there are investigations, because I hear that um, the Attorney General of New York is going to investigate, uh, put some more investigations in, so that we can have details, so that there can be some healing. Well, for yes, this terrible. Mm-hmm, I'm listening. No, 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 no. I I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, uh, the New York AG, Letitia James, is going to be investigating, uh, as of right now, the social media companies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I uh, had there was a lot of pornography. I'm I have uh, an account on Facebook, and there was a lot of pornography on my account. And all of a sudden, during Easter, I think it was Easter of last year or the year before that. And um, it, it was not good. You know, per- persons may have been mentally ill who uh, were of this uh, pornography who, who was on the Facebook. But uh, it, it's good that um, they're staying on top of, and, and, uh, of, of in terms of regulation because sometimes the owners of these companies may not know what's going on with uh, their businesses. You know, so I'm not saying hey, that it's Hey, I, I fault, hear you, but- Patty. I hear you, Patty, and and I have to move on because we have a lot of calls. But and and I appreciate okay. your patience in in explaining uh-huh. this to me. But 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 uh-huh. it's just not uh-huh. acceptable at this point for the companies to say the top of the companies. Oh, we had no knowledge. We didn't know. No, 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 no. You're profiting off of your social media company, and Governor Hochul, whether you like her or not, she's correct. For this to be live streamed and you don't, it's not taken down immediately. There's something terribly, terribly wrong with that situation. Patty, I thank you for the call from Brooklyn. Let's go to line four. Our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Dominic, hello. Um, if I could, could I just piggyback on what you were just talking about, about the president? And uh, going to Buffalo. Yes, go ahead. Um, yes, I was. I had no problem with him going to Buffalo, other than I felt it was completely insincere. Um, I think it was nothing more than a photo op of political opportunity, and I think that's why he didn't go to Waukesha because he wouldn't have gotten the same effect from it for himself. And it breaks my heart, Dominic. I hear you talk about Governor Hochul and why she's not going to do this and that because, um, you know, of the situation within the black community and she's not going to do this. It's all about them, not what is about good 
you know, for the community, it's about what they will get out of it. In other words, she doesn't want to risk her own political opportunity. The president wants to benefit from a tragedy. All of them make me physically ill, Dominic. It's a heartache at this point. Can you imagine the president, even Bill Clinton, who I wasn't a fan of, I think he had a lot more sincerity, and I think he would have gone to both places. I think Ronald Reagan would have. These people, they're nothing but political opportunists. And it really, it, it just hurts my heart because to see, do you know how many times you've said that about politicians, that they won't do this or they, you know, like they won't do this. She wouldn't release Alva Bragg because, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know it's right. true. It's all it's about them. It's not hey, but what Jennifer, it's about. But Jennifer, people, Jennifer, let me just say this to you. You know, I have been saying this as you just uh, 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 verbalized. I have been saying this for a long time, but it just hit me, believe it or not, for the actual first time listening to you say what I've said. And and yes, Biden Biden went to to Buffalo because the black community is his base. Now, notice the word I used, now, 40 years ago, it was a different story. But now, the president of the United States needs the black vote for the midterms and the reelection effort. And and if we're ever going to move past these types of situations, Jennifer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the final word before I move on. We've got to have consistency. One set of rules. We've all got to be treated as equal Americans. Jennifer, you have the final word before I move on. Oh, absolutely, Dominic. It is it, that is the thing: crime and, and and inhumanity toward one another, appalling violence, the taking of one's life. It should matter, no matter who does it, and no one's life should have more value than another. Certainly not because you're pandering for votes. It's a disgrace. It really is. And the fact that this happened, it was so blatant. Like you said, you know, there was also a child killed in Waukesha in addition to those people. And there were 62 Correct. people injured there, Dominic, some of them gravely. And what happened in Buffalo was a tragedy, but it's no more or less of a tragedy. It just happened to be perpetrated by a white man in a black community. And, and then, you know, he, and he's, he's just adding to the racial division, if I can say one real thing quick. I think that the relationship that the black community has, I think of it a lot in terms of an abusive partner. You know, um, if you know anything about living in a violent home, you know, a, a man, for instance, that beats his wife and I won't do it again. I won't. And they stay and they stay and they stay, but things don't get better. Look at the schools in the black community. What do they do? People complain they don't get a good education, but who doesn't want it? The Democrats, no school choice. It's like, it's just, it's so sad to me. It's like, they keep saying, you know, both sides, uh, well, we're going to take care of you. What do they, what do they do right. to the black community? So well, that's well, all. Jennifer, and, and me, I love, I, I, you know what I mean? I want everyone to thrive and succeed and have the best in life. Well, and to me, it's just a heartbreak that they don't see for themselves that they are just being taken advantage of as a group. They really are. And that, that's bad. Jennifer, so I, I, I have to step in. I, I thank you for the call, Jennifer. I have to step in because I have to take a uh, commercial break. But um, what Jennifer just said is what, I try and get across to people. You should never let any one political party take advantage of you. And Jennifer is correct. 
when we look at the education system and the promise is it's going to be better under me. I promise it's going to be better. It's going to be great. And a week after most elections, the rhetoric may continue, but absolutely nothing changes. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, I didn't start yet on Black Lives Matter. I want you to listen to Patrice Cullors explain the mistakes that she made handling $90 million. And later on, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, we are going to talk to an organization in the Inwood section of Manhattan. They are soon, the city made the announcement today, they are going to be opening the first-of-its-kind immigrant research and performing arts center in Inwood. I'm going to talk to the uh, executive director As we toss to a break, it is time for the 77 WABC Clip of the Day. Listen to Let Me Tell You with Joan Hamburg on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Here, Joan Talks Broadway. We get asked all the time, we want to go to the theater, and most people don't, you know, do what many of us do, try to see everything. And they come in, they park their cars, it costs them a bloody fortune. So what should we see? Almost always they ask me about a musical. And what's interesting now is I want to laugh. That's what I hear. I want funny. I don't want to see anything heavy duty or making me more depressed than I am. There is a show called Mr. Saturday Night, and he is Mr. I laughed. WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Folks, keep in mind coming up at the top of the hour at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. We have a number of issues we are discussing this Friday morning. And I'm going right back to your uh, telephone calls in just one second. We see all the calls. But I do want to say this. In her reality, Patrice Cullors of Black Lives Matter, formerly of Black Lives Matter, she is the victim. She is the one that's been taking taking advantage of. $90 million. And you basically started the organization in terms of, you know, moving it a full speed ahead because of the Trayvon Martin case. And you give his foundation $200,000 based on the tax return, but you give your brother a million, almost a million, the father of your son, almost a million, Trayvon uh, uh, Trayvon Martin Foundation, 200,000. 
and to listen. And I haven't even gone into the real estate and, you know, the, the private flights. And I, I like to say, show me the money. And so she did a podcast this week on MSNBC. And I want you to listen to in her reality before we go back to your telephone calls, listen to this, folks. She is the victim. There's been a lot of excitement and joy, but there's also been a lot of hardship. Um, when you make movements, when you build movements, it takes thousands of people to do it. And that often means lots of mistakes are being made, um, lots of amazing decisions as well. And I think you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about uh, in this last year specifically is how do you make mistakes in public without being crucified for them? Uh, because mis- hum- we're human beings. I'm a human being and we make mistakes. And then we, I think the job of making a mistake is actually learning from it and being, you know, called in and say, hey, like, this is the way to do this better. Here's the team to help you do that. So I've been really longing for that. And so when you hear Miss Colors say that she's made mistakes, translation, she's basically begging prosecutors to cut her a break and not come after her because she didn't know how to manage $90 million. Okay, people make mistakes, but you don't put the baby daddy on the payroll for a million dollars. You don't put your brother on the payroll for a million dollars. You don't put other family members and friends on the payroll For millions of dollars, nothing can explain that away. You can double talk all you want to. You can stand behind the race cart all you want to. Your problems, Miss Color, Colors, is only beginning. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Line three. Thank you for taking my call. First of all, how was your weekend, even though it's about to be a weekend again? I've been out of touch with the world. <laughs> hey, Audrey, I'm glad you... I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm glad you brought up the weekends. Folks, I want you to be careful this weekend in the uh, tri-state area. It's going to be really, really hot, unseasonably hot. So my weekend was fine, and you're right. We're going into a new one, Audrey. What's on your mind? Okay, first of all, um, please, um, Jennifer, I don't mean any harm, but um, she she insulted. She said something very insulting. I, she always talk about the black folks. I, you know, I'm you know, I don't matter what she said, but um, we're not stupid. You know, we're not waiting for a vote. We're not waiting for. I'm not waiting. I think she's all. I'm just waiting for this country to do right. That's all. Okay, this nonsense with this young man being able to come in again, just like written how it did, and 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 until. Folks, I, I have no idea who they were, but I'm still hurting. I've never cried so much in my life. I, I'm crying for the 11-year-old. Matter of fact, I went up there. The, what's going on, Dominic? Help! It's not a black-white thing. Help me. Is there, is there a ship going to Mars? Get me a ticket. What's going on? I'm so hurt. When, when you say, Audrey, when you say what's going on, uh, please elaborate a little bit of what you mean. Everyone's not actually hitting the base, stancing around what's really happening. This um, this nonsense with uh, nobody knew this young man was going to do this. It was all over 
what, whatever net it is, he videotaped it. I, I saw it. I, um, uh, Roland Martin, I, I enjoy watching his programs because he shows the truth. But he showed the young man videotaping himself driving. So, so, wait, so wait, 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 wait. You, you, you said Roland Martin tells the truth? Well, you do too, but we won't go into that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just not really a fan at all of his work. And and here, here's why I'm not a fan of his work. I, I, I wish him well. But you can't just sit there and tell black people what they want to hear for for a uh, a newscast. The difference between Roland Martin and myself is sometimes there has to be tough love. And you've got to tell people the truth. And Audrey, what's going on in our communities in urban America? Let's let's. Let, I'm gonna try and pull back from the black part for one second. What's going on in urban America is despicable. And at least early on in Roland Martin's career, he's one of the folks that I refer to of just blaming, frankly, the white man for how communities of color. All right, so so I'm just not really a fan. But anyway, I want to give you the final word before I move on. Love you But um, if you haven't watched his own program, try checking it out, and then we'll talk. But my problem here... I would never waste not, my time watching his program, but go ahead. Okay, here I go. It's not the people. I think the government needs to be shouted out, because if they don't change their laws and their rules, this will continue going on. And thank you for taking my call. Is well, this your new number and of course, Audrey, I'll, I'll always take your call. Thank you very much for for your call. You know, because you and I, just like just like Jennifer and I, just like uh, just like any any of the other regular callers, sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. You know, and 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 that's fine. You know, as long as we talk to each other in a respectful manner, that is the big issue for me. So now let's go to line four. Jimmy in uh, New City, is, is this my buddy Jimmy? Good morning, Dominic. It sure is. <laughs> Jimmy, I I can't I can't thank you enough, man. And um, for folks that don't, for folks, well, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jimmy. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go. No, you speak your time. It's your time. Your show. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, with all of this, and I, I hope I don't embarrass you, Jimmy. With all <laughs> of this racial <laughs> strife. Uh, going on right now, I, I, you know, obviously I'm African-American. Jimmy happens to be white. Jimmy didn't ask me for a dime. And I will remember Jimmy for the rest of my life because in the middle, it was raining on a Friday night. And Jimmy, you showed up to my house and you knew I had a problem with this humongous tree and you helped from one American to another American. And then you came back and again, it was raining again. And, you know, as we're having all these racial problems, I just see people like you, Jimmy, as as angels on earth. I really do. And so thank you very much. You're very welcome, sir. It's a pleasure, like I said, to you, and the, you know, it would be an honor to work for you. Um, now, I, I, I there's so many topics going on and back and forth and this and that, and I just want to bring up something that probably nobody, when you said she's a victim, possibly the leader of the BLM movement, maybe in the long run, she may be, because there's got to be bigger fish out there that started this movement, put her out as the front, you know, like, um, you know what I mean? Like the front person to take the heat when the heat comes and they're laying back, they're a little smarter and they put her out there and 
She's doing what she's doing. Perhaps. I mean, I'm just saying. And then, you know, they were going to wait to see what happens. They saw what happened now. And they're laying low. You ever think about that? Well, well, Jimmy, you know, I was being sarcastic. Listen, I don't think... I, I don't think you or I would make some of the silly financial moves because that she did, because frankly, they're, they're borderline criminal and I'm being nice uh, by stating that. So I don't, I don't have much sympathy or, or pity for Patrice colors. Uh, I haven't had a chance to Jimmy to actually look over the financial documents. I mean, you know, the way that I should, normally uh, observing every line, but it just doesn't seem, you know, how you did what you wanted to do. Baby daddy taken care of brother taken care of. We don't know how much of those million dollar each close to are going to be kicked back to her in cash. And now she's coming forward to say she made mistakes. I just don't buy it, Jimmy. No, I, I hear you. I just like to throw out crazy conspiracy borderline things that like that you never know um can i recommend one thing that can, people could do this weekend to stay cool that's an event go ahead at, on saturday and sunday at the botanical garden is gonna be a wonderful wine and food festival you can come with the family you throw a blanket under a nice shade tree there's gonna be plenty of cool drinks and good food to be had by all and it's a good family great time. idea and uh recommend it to go out there and you know with families it's always a great time to be had you know and great lovely, idea lovely, yeah, you couldn't be in a better place in the botanical gardens on a day like that. Hey, Jimmy, I, I I thank you for the call. And as I mentioned to you, I'm I'm trying to, and I'm going to get it together, put together an event with Frank Morano, Rita Cosby, one or two others, and I want you to attend, you and your wife, uh, as my guest, um, because that's how much you touched me. But I thank you for the call. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? Uh, the comments made by Jennifer is somewhat disgusting, considering that the pre- and you, you backed her up a little bit. Somewhat, uh, if the president had not gone up there, you would have said something about that. So the other factor is. Uh, if Barack Obama uh, went up in Connecticut and, uh, you know, he's, when those 20 kids were murdered, who was he pandering there to? I mean, you know, it doesn't make sense, the comments made by her. I'm sorry, you know. Who is, who is Barack Obama pandering to to get votes when 20 kids okay, are killed? Okay, so, mean, you know, it doesn't so, make wait, sense, so, so Stan, so, so you, don't believe, you don't believe President Biden should have gone to Wisconsin? That's not what I said. She said he was pandering. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. Notice what I'm doing. Notice what I'm doing, Stan. You're going back in history and and to Obama and Connecticut, and I'm basically guiding you away from that because that's something that we could we could keep going back uh, for the next hour of which president did what. So what I'm trying to do, Stan, is keep it in the here and now. Do Obama is long gone from office, and just like Bush is, just like Clinton is. Do you believe that Biden should have gone to Wisconsin? That was not the point of the statement she made. She made that he uh, he was pandering. He was doing political. Of course, he should have gone. That's not that's not even in question. But if he didn't okay. go, she would have bitched about that. That why didn't he go? And the other factor is this. I'm getting a little tired. The administration has just put up 
legislation related to this, and they do it every time. And this time, a little bit more on on trying to get some gun uh, uh, legislation passed. They put it up, and uh, the House is going to vote on it and so forth. But the Republicans are against it right away because it's called, it's taking away some rights of people. You know, uh, you know that that uh, malarkey. Any time the Democrats put up legislation of some kind of control, even even minimal, minimal, they're against it. So don't cry to me about you know the the, the Democrat and the president and so forth. He's doing what he can. Every president cannot go to every massacre. Okay, we know that. You okay, and I know hey, that. Nobody goes. It's impossible. Okay, so, okay. I, I agree with you on every that. Day. Every but president cannot is, go to every massacre. But I want to ask you this, Stan, and, and then I do need to move on. So, and and I, I, I will give you this much. When you and I chat and I ask you a question, you do try your best to answer it, and I appreciate that. So here's the question I have. With President Biden going to Buffalo, does he benefit with the midterms, and does he benefit in twenty twenty four? Should he run again? I don't think it, it. It's it's. Look, he has to go. If he didn't go, you'd say, is he going to benefit? And ask the question. He has to go to, to some extent. Uh, uh, benefit anything that between now and the midterm. You're talking midterms is is helpful and so forth. Passing legislation, doing you know. What it needs to be done as far as Congress is concerned, but he has a, a, a Senate and House Republicans who are blocking everything he's doing. So it, you know it's not going to pass. Uh, whatever happens in the midterms, it ain't all about Biden. Remember that it's also about other things. So the Met Democrats are waking up. This ain't over. I know you think it's uh, going to be like the Alamo and it's a wipeout. Not yet. Don't care. It's it's looking bad. I'm not going to. I'll admit that absolutely. But it ain't over till it's over. So, so we'll see so what Stan, happens. Why, why, why is it looking bad? Well, the numbers are. Look, I'm not going to deny the numbers are, are looking uh, not great. I'm not, I, no, 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 no. I didn't ask for well, I'm agreeing the numbers. I said, I said, why is it looking bad? Well, there is some, you know, apparently the American public or some on the right or whatever don't seem to be happy with some of the things he's doing or the way things are. I don't blame him for the prices of the gasoline. There's plenty of gas. You should have heard right. what Saudi Arabia right. said yesterday. There's plenty right. of gas. We can't do more gas. It has nothing to do with supply, and it has to do with uh, Europe and so forth. There's plenty of gas, and uh, if you want to talk mm. to anybody about it, talk to the oil companies. Go ahead. Mm. Hey, 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 folks, you, you, you got to love my friend Stan here. You know, Stan, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that with some of our listeners. But I thank you uh, for your time, and you have a uh, beautiful morning, uh, Stan. And I also uh, can tell you, I already know this, that I'm going to get an earful from Jennifer in Boston based on what you just said. And so, folks, we are taking your telephones at telephone calls at 833, different number tonight. Nine six nine four 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 seven. It is time for a break, and when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, a new museum, if you will, an immigrant research and performing arts center is coming to Inwood in Manhattan. It's going to be operated by the People's Theater Project. When we come back, I'm going to be joined by. 
Mino Laura. She is the executive director. And then we are going right back to your telephone calls. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Released at City Hall just hours ago, the first of its kind Immigrant Research and Performing Arts Center is coming to the Inwood section of Manhattan. And uh, Mayor Adams made the announcement it will be owned and operated by the People's Theater Project. And joining me right now is Mino Laura, the executive director of the People's Theater Project. Thank you so much for appearing. Thank you so much for having me. Thrilled to be here tonight. Okay, so explain this to me. The mayor and his administration made the announcement a few hours ago that your organization has been selected to own and operate this new immigrant research and performing arts center in Inwood. Tell me about it. So, yes, this was the city put out an RFP years ago. Uh, This was before COVID and You know, this is something that Upper Manhattan, you know, there's no theater or cultural center above Harlem. And this has been something that the community in in Washington Heights, in Inwood, has been fighting for for decades. And, you know, we've been part of that advocacy. You know, we need a space that is, you know, for immigrants. Upper Manhattan is an immigrant community. I am a Dominican immigrant. um, But it's been so many different immigrant communities have lived in Upper Manhattan. um, And we need a place to celebrate that. And, after an arduous, long process, uh, a few months ago, we, we had heard the news, we were told, and it was so exciting. And then today, it's become official. And it's just, you know, really overwhelming with joy and, um, you know, the responsibility for, for being the caretaker of this space, because it will be for the programs of People Theater Project. We've been in the community for 14 years, but it will be really a center for the community, for local organizations. So it's my understanding the city is putting up uh, $15 million to make this project happen. Is that accurate? That is accurate. Together with this award, $15 million comes from the city, from EDC. Um, and we hope it's just the beginning. You know, we, we will take more to build it, but this is an unbelievable support that really puts us in a strong place as start working towards construction. <laughs> so did I hear you correctly that you said uh, above Harlem there, there's no performing arts center? Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. In a community that is so broad and diverse and above Harlem, there is no theater. And so we've been performing in restaurants and bars and libraries and had to leave the community. Anybody who wants to perform has to leave the community to go to the Bronx. Um, to go downtown and and you know it's far overdue and you know we're thrilled that it's happening. Well, Mino Laura of of uh, of of this organization, I thank you very much uh, for for joining me. And folks, the reason why I wanted her to come on is that, and and she's the executive director of the People's Theater uh, Project, and she'll be joining me again. Uh, for my podcast, so you'll be able to hear the extended version of the interview. But the reason why I wanted her to um, to come on, or she'll be joining me again, I should say, is that 
these are the types of projects can turn that can turn around communities. And on a nightly basis, I'm dealing or a nightly or a morning, every morning, I'm dealing with some heavy, heavy topics that are very, very negative. And so every now and then it's, it's very nice to deal with something positive. And th- th- this is positive for the community in Inwood celebration, celebrating immigrants uh, and what, what they bring to our society and the performing arts and on and on. There's no downside to a story like this. And so we are going back to the telephone calls. We're taking your calls, different number this morning, 833-969-4447. Let's go to Nick in New Jersey. Good morning, Nick, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. How are you? I'm good, Nick. Go right ahead. I hope you're well. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm a new listener. I've been listening to you for five months. You are a class. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear that, like, Nick. And I, I, I agree with you like 98% of the time. But this idiot Stan, how many times did his mom drop him on his head when he was a baby? <laughs> well, well what, what, what are you taking exception to what Stan had to say? Everything, every day, this guy comes on. And, I mean, when Trump left the office, except for COVID, our country was in great shape. Now look at it, almost a year and a half later. And there is no Democratic Party no more. It is now the Marxist Party. And, the, and they promote you, you, hey, you, you, you know what, Nick? You, you, make, you make a good point uh, with that. I mean, look at Elon Musk, what, what he did. Um, uh, yesterday saying that the Democratic Party abandoned him, that he didn't leave the party. And I think I think many, many Americans are um, starting to feel uh, the, the way that you just articulated. I mean, just look at what's going on in the country right now. Things, pick an issue, any issue, and things are just not good. No. And, uh, and so Democrats say to want, want this uh black white racial war they're pushing it well no one wins I love uh, if that's the, i judge everybody if that's as the, as themselves you know mm-hmm. hey nick i i appreciate your call thank you for uh joining us this morning let's go to line three mike in brooklyn good morning mike what's on your mind good morning dominic thank you for uh, taking my call uh I think a lot of this racial stuff uh, is really stemming from the politicians and the media. Uh, they, they, they race bait back and forth. The president went up to uh, Buffalo there, which, which was good, but he should have also went to California where the guy did the church and they hogtied him and whatnot. He should have visited mm-hmm. that church, but I know you can't be all over the place, but he should have went to both of them. The other thing is, with all this race baiting, it's creating a problem. I mean, it, if, if they don't get together and stop with the, the media, the media had the, they, they pushed the cop killed black, cop killed black until two police officers were killed in bed assassinated. It, it's ridiculous. They're just they're creating more problems. We're going backwards instead of forwards. And, and unfortunately... Guns, Unfortunately, that that does appear the case 
to be the case. And I'm so glad you brought that up. I believe you're referring to that, um, to that animal that came up from uh, Baltimore and uh, killed the, the two police officers uh, in Brooklyn. Is that the incident you're referring to? Yes, I am. Yes, sir, Dominic. Mm-hmm. The, the, the mm-hmm. thing is, I mean, it, there's no there's no justification with this stuff. Even the little things like lately, it all you hear in the media is white, Spanish, Asian, African Americans. I think we were all American, and, and and I don't care what color skin you have. If you get shot with a bullet or you cut your arm or whatever, you bleed red. We're going to see him on the inside. What the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, and uh, as far you, as with you, the you, guns, you, you, you get caught you're, with a gun. You're, you're correct. Away for but, five years. But, but, the one, but the one thing, and in a second, I'm going to uh, Frank Morano, who's going to join me. But And Frank is coming up at the top of the hour. But let me ask you this. You, you put the blame with the media, you said initially. But the shooter in Buffalo you know, mentally deranged, he acted, you know, are you, are you saying the media impacted that young man directly? Sure. The young man in Buffalo, you, you started out by saying that it's the media that's pushing the racial uh, problem in America, but you had the shooter in Buffalo. Yeah, but he's, I don't know what pushed him over to his racial stupidity, but mm-hmm. when you when the media and, and and the politicians and everybody's playing race big games, it's going to drive stupid people to be even worse to become evil. And as far as like with a gun, you get caught with a gun, you go away for five years minimum, solitary confinement. You use the gun right. illegal without even pulling the trigger. How about going away for 15 to 20? If you use the gun well, and you just pull the trigger, kill or not killing anybody, death penalty. You got one shot at the, the, the criminal system, no appeals, boom, you're gone. Sounds, sounds wonderful to me. I thank you for the call and have a, a great morning. Joining us now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. So, Frank, you just heard the uh, the last caller, and and he brought up a good point. We're going to discuss in one second uh, what do you have coming up, what you have coming up this morning, and we're going to go back to the telephone calls, uh, Neil and Staten Island, and we're going to go to him next. But help me here, Frank, because it seems like a few years ago, New York was known, New York City was known for its tough gun law, and if you were even caught with a gun. You were looking at, uh, uh, I think it was uh, a year or, or seven year, five years in prison. What happened to that? Well, I, I think it was a, it's largely a reflection of prosecutors that don't want to seek those sentences, number one. And Mike Bloomberg, yes. Yes. Uh, you love him or hate him, and, you know, and I have mixed feelings about him, and certainly at different points in his tenure. He made a lot of the funding that he gave to the five DA's offices in New York City dependent upon them seeking stiff sentences for gun crimes. I don't know under de Blasio or Eric Adams if they have those sort of budgetary strings attached to what the prosecutors are seeking in the DA's office. 
Good point, and thank you for uh, helping me on that, Frank. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, uh, we're going to start, as we do each and every Friday morning, with Ask Frank Anything. I'm going to try and answer questions on absolutely any subject. So whatever people have questions about, I will do my best to answer them. And then uh, we have the UFO hearings this week. So we're going to talk with Dr. Turi. Dr. Turi is an interesting fellow who came on the show about a month ago and made all sorts of specific predictions on specific dates. So we're going to compare his predictions to what actually happened on those dates and see how accurate they were. Uh, George G., who's a terrific musician and orchestra leader, he's going to join us at 3.30 to tell us about the show he has coming up at Bond 45. And it's also uh, Pacific Pacific Asian American Month, and he happens to be Asian, so we're going to talk about that. And uh, we'll have an interesting panel of folks in the 4 o'clock hour to break down the news of the day, including uh, David Schwartz, former prosecutor, attorney, lobbyist, I believe a friend of yours as well, and uh, my friend Marlena Shiva, who's certainly a fan favorite. Another great show. Let's quickly go to Neil in Staten Island. Neil, I'm short on time, but you're talking to Frank and Dominic. What an honor, the two titans of radio. Oh, Dr. please. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, Neil, I wish I could let you go on forever, but we're short on time, so please get to your point quickly. We only have a few seconds. Governor Hopeful is just a panderer. She comes out with this white supremacist stuff, which is nonsense. The little girl in Brooklyn wasn't killed by a white supremacist. The Jews being beaten in Brooklyn, the Asians being beaten, they're not from white supremacists. All she cares about is votes, and that's all it's going to be with her. Well, Neil, I I thank you for your comment, and please give us a call back tomorrow or give Frank a call right now. A lot going on, folks. The funerals in Buffalo start today. It's going to be an emotional day. Dominic Carter saying, uh, have a lovely weekend. I will be back at 12.15 this afternoon, but keep it right there. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, starts right now. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.